This week, I hit a major social media milestone, took some time out to judge amateur comedy, and I'll run you through my investment portfolio. Spoiler alert, it's mainly crypto. I'm Tom Whitcomb, and this is Show Some Respect. Tom Whitcomb is talking. Hello, and welcome to episode three of Show Some Respect, Tom Whitcomb is talking. I'm your host, Tom Whitcomb. It's a delight to be here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. If it's your first time tuning in, well, first I'll say, if it's your second or third time tuning in, thank you for being here with me on the journey of this podcast from day dot. But I'll also say, if it's your first time tuning in, please know, <clears throat> please know, you mean so much more to me than the others. You know, you are the real heroes to me. Because the other guys, most of them are my friends, most of them are my family. I already have their validation. I know what I mean to them. But you, you're a blank canvas, my friend. And as such, you know, the acceptance of strangers always means more than the acceptance of people that know you. So, welcome. Know that I would trade my friends in for a heartbeat for one more of you. So, thank you for tuning in. It's a delight to be here. I'm a little bit of a different vibe. This morning, I usually tune in, I usually come in to record on a Thursday morning because Thursdays are my day off. I work a four-day week, I take Thursdays off, so uh, that would usually mean I have the whole day ahead of me, but, but no, today, it's still a Thursday, but actually I'm moving my day off to Friday this week. So usually I would be coming to you with a full free day ahead of me uh, and, a, and a will to live, but no, I have to finish at nine o'clock because I start work then. The joys of working from home, right? I could not have recorded this podcast in my office. Well, maybe. Actually, I work in advertising. They'd probably be into that. And I will say, if my if my coworkers are listening, of course, I'm joking. I love working every day as a treat. Um, but uh, no, I have. I've had to move. I've had to move the podcast recording. Well, no, I've had to move my day off this week to Friday um, because on uh, Friday I'm going to a, a wedding for a relationship I don't see lasting. So that's uh, no. It should it should be a, a phenomenal ceremony. And obviously, if my friends are listening. Um, who know what wedding I'm referring to. Obviously, I'm joking. They're a beautiful couple. But uh, for those of you who don't know what wedding I'm referring to, I just don't see it. I just, it's, I don't I don't see it. I mean, you know, she and him and him and her, it's just doesn't really ring true. It, it should have should have been us. Should have been, should have been me. Anyway. But that's okay, I'm here, I've got my coffee, I've got my coffee in a keep cup, because I'm better than you. Um, I, I've been drinking coffee out of a keep cup for about uh, four weeks now, and i got to say, the moral superiority that comes with it is worth the $20 price tag alone. Seriously, I, I was getting takeaway coffees five days a week, pretty much through the entire pandemic. Um, I would get there and they'd be like, just so you know, we're not taking keep cups at the moment. I'm like, that's not going to be a problem. Um, I would throw it away even if it was a keep cup. That's how I feel about the environment. I reckon let's speed this thing up. Let's get off this ride. You know, the earth's been going on long enough. I like the idea of being the last generation left. But um, but since since I've since I've graduated to the keep cup, oh, you should you should hear the audible sighs I let out when someone still orders a takeaway coffee in a t- disposable container. You should hear the... <sighs> really? In 2022, really? 
You, I mean, seriously, you're going to get a, a disposable coffee cup in 2022. That is ridiculous. I'll have a flat white in my keep cup, thank you. And uh, I'll also get the uh, the veal burger. I'll have the veal. Uh, and do you do you do caged eggs? Just free range? Don't worry about it then. So I'll have the the, the veal burger, no eggs. Um, and you know what? If you just bring it to me, the, it's, that's my Hummer over there idling in the corner. If you could just bring it over there, um, I'll be in there with the aircon turned all the way up. So it's important to, to care about the environment. You know, I've always thought that. That's why I take two international trips every year on the Airbus, as many stopovers as possible, so I can really see how beautiful this planet is. I used to be really concerned about climate change. It was a real worry for me. But I think the one silver lining about the whole thing is it seems like Gen Z are going to get it the worst. And honestly, fuck them. <clears throat> Every TikTok I watch just makes the inevitable end of this world a little bit easier to swallow. You know, let's, let's see how much you're dancing when it's 55 degrees outside in the middle of winter. All right. It's been a great week so far. I've, I've had a couple of gigs Couple of gigs did a couple of gigs last night at uh, Magic Mike Comedy. Braved the floods because I'm a hero and the world needs laughter now more than ever. And uh, I went out to Magic Mike Comedy to the 16 people that were there, um, who also seem to be able to block out how horrific all of the news is right now. And um, I did I did two new jokes. One of them went really well. One of them went really badly. And so badly, it really undercut any momentum I had from the first new joke. And just for context, I'll let you know, the first new joke uh, was about the Russian-Ukrainian war. And the second new joke was about a study that I'd read that said that older women actually have reduced risk of heart disease when they wash the dishes. And obviously my joke was, well, obviously the feminists owe the patriarchy an apology this whole time your grandfather was sending your grandmother back into the kitchen. He was just looking out for her health. That was the offensive one, apparently. That was, that was the one that really lost the crowd uh, because, you know, an equal distribution of household chores is apparently more controversial than the sovereignty of the Ukraine. So that, that's good to know. That's a, that's a good lesson to learn. I only did three gigs this week, which is still pretty good. I'm trying to keep up an average of four. I'm trying to hit 200 gigs this year. I'm on track right now, but I did get a big bump up because last week I did eight, eight gigs, and not even across the week. I did it across four nights, I think. I did two on Friday, three on Saturday. That was, that was a big haul, and uh, on, uh, on Saturday, one of the great moments, my, uh, the, the MC. Who, uh, whose joke I'm about to steal now for my benefit on this podcast. He was, uh, MC was, was talking to the crowd, getting to know everybody. He's an older gentleman. He's probably in like his, uh, I mean, he's not that much older, but he's like, you know, late 40s, early 50s, been around a while. And he's talking to this group at the front and uh, there's three of them, like three kind of in their late teens, early 20s. And uh, he goes, what are your names? And it's like, oh, I'm George. Two guys and a girl. He goes, oh, I'm George. Nice to meet you, George. I'm Michael. Nice to meet you, Michael. And the last girl goes, she's a Chinese girl. She goes, "Uh, I'm Ying. And he goes, huh, Ying. If it were the 90s, I would have made fun of that. (laughs) Oh, it's such a shame. You know how hard it is. I think everyone listening to this will be vaguely the same age as well. And then in addition to that, uh, my to be father-in-law one day, I suppose. Chris, thank you for listening. It listens to everything I do. It's it's almost it's almost too much. I, I can't I can't say anything I say in the public domain. I need to be comfortable with my girlfriend's father hearing because he will. 
There, there is not a not a word I've written, not a word I've spoken on any public broadcast that Chris Green isn't across. So thank you for listening, Chris. His daughter, on the other hand, no idea what's going on. My my partner, who I love dearly, and I think uh, maybe this is a good thing because I think she truly does love me for me because it certainly isn't the comedy that is that is not factoring into her understanding or love of me whatsoever. I could. I could have named this podcast The Stories of My Infidelities uh, and every episode could have been about a different time I cheated behind her back and I don't think she'd ever find out. I, I don't think it would ever even cross her radar. That's how much... This is the other thing I think about. I put stuff on Instagram all the time. My girlfriend doesn't even seem to, to register it. That's, the algorithm knows. The Instagram algorithm knows my girlfriend has zero interest in seeing any of my content. But... Uh, but uh, where was I going with that millennial? Oh, I've just, just I've thought this a lot. Like we millennials, because we were so close, we were so close to living as the greatest generation of all time. During the greatest time period, we were one generation ripped. If only if we had been born in our parents' bodies, we would have had all of the joy of the eighties and nineties. Of, of the kind of tech boom, but without it ruining our lives, you know, we would, have, we would have seen digital cameras, we would have seen fax machines, we would have seen plasma screen televisions just as we could have afforded them without having grown up with them and then rotted our brains entirely. We wouldn't have had to go to war, we would have bought a house for a $27 and a case of Heineken. We, we, we'd have a proper portfolio by now, we would have, we would have our parents as well, like covid not lethal, but a little bit exciting. Like, lethal enough to be exciting, but not so lethal to be scary, I don't think. We were so close. Uh, the other thing I did this week, which was really exciting, was um, on Tuesday night, I was invited to judge this year's round of, of raw comedy. And uh, so uh, this is this competition I brought up every time on this podcast so far because it's, it's everything that I am. Um, because I was in the national final last year that was broadcast on SBS, and now they're doing this year's competition to, ground, to crown this year's winner, and obviously I'm not allowed to, to partake because I've already reached the highest heights that one can reach without being selected as a winner or runner-up or special mention. Um, but, you know, at the very... At, 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 I like to think I came fifth in last year. I'd like to think they were like, well, not a winner, not a runner-up, not a special mention, but as close as you could get to those things without being any of those things. So I came fifth. It's unofficial, but I think we all know I came fifth. And um, so now I've been invited to, 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 to partake in, in judging the next generation. And what an exciting time it is, going to those heats and thinking, you know, the next Tom Whitcomb could be in here somewhere. For all we know, the next Tom Whitcomb is on stage right now. Wouldn't that be a thrill to think that you saw the next Tom Whitcomb way back when. And obviously, I'm, I'm just using my name as an example because clearly there will never be another Tom Whitcomb. There, there can't be. There's No one will reach the heights that I have reached. Not literally, of course. Someone still has to come fifth this year as well. But you know what I'm saying. That, you know, I'm, I'm a once-in-a-lifetime talent, um, as I keep telling everyone. It would be really great to hear someone else say that eventually, but for now, it's just me. Um, so I went, I went along and I, and I got my judging sheet and I was always so intrigued to see like, what is the judging criteria for, for this stuff? And obviously I can't, I can't tell you, but, uh, 
there's cash involved. I shouldn't say any more. I really, I really shouldn't say any more. Uh, but you know, I'm just saying there are some criminal organisations that have a few fingers in these pies. <clears throat> and uh, now that I'm in the inner sanctum, I, I can finally see that myself. And I got to say, judging raw, what a beautiful reminder. What a a touching way to be reminded that comedy attracts some of the most cooked cunts you could ever imagine coming into contact with. The, the, the fact that these people exist, not all of them, I should say, a lot of them very lovely, a lot of them very, very talented. There's, there's one or two that I think um, we're going to be seeing on stage for a long time yet and probably going to, you know, be, be, be something. I, th- I would not be surprised if a couple of people we saw there end up at the national final, to be totally honest. But at the other end of the spectrum, holy fuck. Like, I, I cannot describe to you the level of discomfort. There was an amazing moment. There was an amazing moment that I was privy to. I'm sitting at the back of the, of the theatre, right? So I'm, I'm at the back of the room so you can see all of the crowd, and you kind of start to get a, a vibe like who's supporting who, who's there for to watch who. And there was a, a group of three kind of like late 20s, early 30s girls, um, very kind of uh, professional looking, and I thought they were just watching. Turns out one of these three was actually performing that night. And uh, she went on stage, and my word. You know, sometimes you watch comedy and you go... Where did you see the joke here? Where, where, where was the funny bit? For, it's and it's not in a critical way. It's in a purely, pure confusion of like where, where is the misconnect? Where did you see people laughing? And this was one of those. And these two girls that are left, uh, these two girls that are left watching. One turns to the other one, and I hear, I see her mouth like during their friend's set while their friend is going towards the back end of it. I see her, her turn to a friend, and she goes, she mouths. Have you seen her do this before? And the other girl goes, no. And she goes, oh. <laughs> this look at her face like, oh, God. Maybe we should have. Maybe, maybe we should have scouted this out first. Um, oh. And then, you, and then what you get to see after that is the interaction between these people after the show of like, how are they going to handle How are their friends going to handle this? Are they going to be honest? And the answer is always no. Whether it's lying from omission or lying by lying, they are not telling the truth. That is, that is all you need to know because their friends come up and go, hey, great job. Questionable. Great job, questionable. Both of those words, great, no, job, no. At best, you could say... Uh, could you say well done? Maybe you could say well done. You could. I think. I think the most the most honest thing to say would be, "Wow, that took some guts." And actually, that's a phrase that only becomes more accurate and valid the worse they are, because if they're good and they're already funny and they go up and they and they they do well, it took a little bit of guts, but you know they they kind of they knew they they would have an idea that they were funny. You some you see some people and you go, "Wow, holy." 
why did you think tonight in front of 250 people would be the time you would start being funny? Why would this be the genesis? Am I being am I being totally awful right now? I kind of feel like I should I want to be clear. I'm talking about maybe like two people in this whole heat. Most of them were very good. Two two people. It was it was a lot. I'm kind of doing that thing like a it's like a firing squad where, you know, at least one of the bullets is blank. So they can all tell themselves, well, I probably fired the blank one. If you were one of the 16 contestants listening, uh, please know I'm probably not talking about you. Statistically, I'm probably not. Um, but, oh, man, this is the thing. Whoever I am talking about, I don't think they know. I don't think they realise. But who's to say? Um, but on the other end of the spectrum, there was this one guy who was, who I, I mean, you know, the, the, the girl who won, Jess Fuchs, fantastic. She's really, really great. She's an ex- excellent excellent uh comic i gig with her a lot i wasn't surprised at all to see her taken out um <clears throat> the guy that came runner up is very new to comedy i've only seen him perform twice including tuesday night and um i gotta say when you see someone who's new to comedy do it for for the first time it's the first time you're seeing them and um and and, and they start off and they're going well and you've never seen them before because comedy's hard like the first few times especially it's tough like it could it could very easily go badly. And you see them and they, they're doing well. They've got some good jokes. Like it's not just easy stuff. Like they've got, they've got some interesting premises. They, they, they're coming in it with, with unique material. There's a part of you as someone who's been doing it for a couple of years where you go, this is, this is great. This is like good for this guy. I'm so glad because it's, it's good to see good comedy and comedy you haven't seen before. Like we're so familiar with each other's work in the scene, like the people who've been doing it for a long time, you're like, well, I know, I know this guy, I know his jokes, I know her jokes, I know what she does, I know she's going to be great. Oh, this bit's great, I know this really well. When you see someone for the first time and they're good, it's like, wow, what a, what a revelation! It's like seeing, you know, the novelty of it. And 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 then after four or five minutes, when that that person who is new is still going well, you go, who the fuck is this guy? Seriously, who does he think he is? Just waltzing in here and doing what this is fucking offensive i've i was working at this for years before i hit this level and this guy thinks he can just fucking waltz in and start telling great makes me sick anyway congratulations to him for running up um i i won't say his name on the podcast he hasn't earned that yet but good on him good on him Let's see if he's still here in four years' time. Anyway, I'm pretty sure he's listening. He's one of those guys. Uh, if you're listening, you know who you are. Well done, but also fucking watch your back, all right? I'm, uh, I might have voted you for you in the night, but no, I did it reluctantly. This is a long slog, and you are going to feel every minute of it. No, you're actually a really last guy. Uh, I've, I've really enjoyed getting to know you. The other thing that happened this week, which is very, very exciting for me, a big moment in my career is uh I, you've probably been noticing i mean this this podcast is a big part of it i've been putting out a lot more stuff recently like I, it took me a while to get to this point but i've been putting out stand-up clips i've been putting out um you know video clips i made at home i've been putting out clips of me making jokes about the news i've been putting out clips of this podcast and um some have been going great big shout out to neil kolhatkar who is a guy that i grew up through high school and uni seeing on YouTube and on Facebook, crushing it, putting out these videos that went properly viral and now is kind of helping me. We made a few sketches together. He's helped me put those together and write them and edit them. He's 
He's given me big bumps on Instagram and uh, that's that's been huge for me. I, I put out a sketch with him and I a couple of weeks ago. It's got 150,000 views on Instagram, which is just <clears throat> untouched territory for me. I've, I've never had anything like that. So that's thank you for Neil. For, he's, he's doing a lot of work to support people in the scene. His show, Neil, Dan and Friends on Thursday night, you probably you might have seen some of those clips on Instagram or on TikTok where they kind of do Whose Line Is It Anyway style, you know, things you'd never hear at a hospital or things that a doctor can say and you can say in the bedroom, whatever. Um, they're really great. I would recommend going to those shows. Good, Great comedians, lots of fun. So I've been putting a lot of stuff out and uh, some of it and some of it's been doing well. Other stuff, not so great. I put out a, a video yesterday, which was a sketch that I spent way too long making um, about uh, artificial intelligence robots. And um, it was about that kind of like, you know, that capture stuff where apparently the only thing preventing robots from taking over the world is distinguishing between a bus and a boat. Apparently that's the only, that's the real Turing test. Can you tell apart these modes of transportation from the signs they interact with? And I'd like to point out, if you don't know what the Turing test is, just take my word on it. It's a phenomenal reference. I've nailed it. It's, it's, I've done a really, really good job there. You, that's all you need to know. Um, didn't go so great. That sketch did not go so great. Even though I was very happy with it, I think I did a good job. Uh, and I think I've worked out the problem was... Um, the, so the sketch is basically two housemates uh, and one of them turns out to be a robot that can't pass one of those tests. That's the premise of it. Um, and it's quite silly and it's fun and it didn't do very well. And I think I've worked out the problem is that sketch had no victim. No one walked away from that with their feelings hurt and therefore... No one felt the need to abuse me on social media. The algorithm didn't pick up any engagement. It just slid under the fence. So that I won't make that mistake again. All right, from now on, I'm only going to be making content that hurts at least one person. At least at least one person from, from now on. Um, I found that I got, I got inspiration for that. I've, I'll, I'll take a little detour here. I, I got inspiration for that because um, I was, I've just been obsessively checking my crypto wallet. Every day. Every day I wake up and I check my phone and I check three things. I check the price of Bitcoin. I check the value of my uh, GameStop shares. And I check my uh, AI marketing robot that is uh, meant to create passive income for me. And, and, and every day I wake up to see, can I quit today? Do I, do I have to go into work or do I have some of that fuck you NFT money? And every day I check it and then I go to work because that is how things are going. I have, so those, those, are my three, those are my three investment strategies. Uh, Bitcoin, uh, a, uh, an investment in the Reddit share GameStop, uh, which is going to the moon, make no mistake. And uh, a an AI marketing robot, which um, is, I think the financial term for it is, uh, I think it's a, a Ponzi scheme. I believe that's what they call it, a Ponzi scheme. This is how it works. I want to believe in this so badly. I truly want to believe this works, despite all the evidence to the contrary. Um, this is how this works. Allegedly, what you do is you, uh, you put money into this robot, and this AI marketing robot, it creates Facebook and Instagram ads for different products. You then bankroll the ad placements first. So your money is going towards buying that ad space on social media. And then whenever anyone clicks on your ad and buys something, you get the money from that. 
So you, not all of it, you get a you get a little slice of commission, and the idea is that you can kind of, uh, you know, just start accumulating, it, and the more money you take in, you can put more money towards ads, and you can kind of build it up that way, and, and they're kind of promising, you know, hundred percent returns. Now, sounds reasonable, sounds understandable. Here are several red flags. Number one, it can only pay you, and you can only pay it in cryptocurrency. They do not want a paper trail on this, and nor do I. Okay, and if the ATO is listening, I remind you, I am playing a character. Red flag number two. I have not been able to withdraw any money from it. So for the six months I've been investing in it, uh, I tried to withdraw money. I was told that there was a problem with the business and they would not be uh, giving any money back. So my money was lost for a good couple of months. It's now refunded back into my marketing account, which means I can put it into the robot but I still can't get it. Uh, it also takes three weeks to transfer money out of the robot into your crypto wallet. Uh, you would have thought that crypto would move faster than OzPost in the midst of a pandemic, but no, it does take three, three, three business weeks to, uh, to go ahead and get that money back. Red flag number three, it is Russian. It is a Russian website. Uh, the English translation is sketchy. For all I know, I think I might be bankrolling the war in the Ukraine right now more so than setting myself up for financial freedom. But look, that's just a price I'm going to have to pay uh, for you know a solid investment strategy that involves incredible amounts of risk, uh, the promise of huge rewards, and the chance to uh, live that sweet, sweet Instagram influencer life. And that actually leads me to my next point and the thing that I was working up towards. I've been putting more content out. I've been putting out sketches. I've been putting out YouTube clips and, and podcast clips uh, and stand-up clips. And it's paying off, guys, because I am very, very proud to announce that as of two days ago, Tuesday, Tuesday, the 1st of March, remember that date because that was the date that at Tom Whitcomb Comedy cracked 1,000 Instagram followers. After a good year of making videos, cutting up stand-up clips, making sketches, writing jokes about the news, investing in podcasting equipment and professional lighting and a tripod, buying the most expensive iPhone so it has a 4K camera, investing in Adobe software, I now have as many Instagram followers as a moderately attractive girl. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, guys. It's about social media clout. But the old model is dead. It's not about crowd numbers. It's not about recognition. It's not about talent. It is about social media analytics, and that is what I'm going for. And a 1,000 fans, that's a big milestone. I've actually got the breakdown here. This is, I was thinking about, you know, what does all the different fan levels mean? Because you can tell a lot about somebody based on how many followers they have on Instagram. So zero to 300 followers, um, those are people that either didn't finish setting up their Instagram account or uh, have some mild autism spectrum disorder. So that's, that's zero to 300 followers. Uh, I think that's pretty well established. If, you, if, someone, if someone has 100 Instagram photos and 200 followers, you can know that... Uh, they're feeling pretty disappointed about that, but they also don't understand the emotion of disappointment. That's, 
I think I think that's pretty well documented. Three hundred to one thousand followers. Three hundred to a thousand followers. These are moderately attractive girls, as I said before. Uh, moderately popular men. Uh, and as of Tuesday, comedians who aren't going to make it. You have nine hundred followers. You're a comic. I'm sorry. It's it's not going to happen for you. This is. I mean, maybe last week when I was at 980 followers, maybe there was a chance. But these days, I don't think so. A thousand more. That's what you need to be any chance of making it in this industry. A thousand to five thousand followers. These are uh, attractive women. These these are hot women who are hot enough to have a lot of organic following, but not so hot that they can push beauty products for profit. All right, not hot enough to own or deserve their own promo code. They, they, they don't have that yet. At the very best, they're getting free samples in exchange for a favorable post on Instagram, maybe the odd free brunch. Um, and then for, for, for men, uh, 1,000 to 5,000 followers uh, are extremely popular, very good looking, and uh, rising comedic talents. Anything over 1,000 followers, next big things, I think, uh, especially at the lower end, especially at the lower end, 1,000, 1,010 Next big things. 5,000 to 10,000 followers. Well, we're back to mild autism spectrum disorder, um, but the kind that makes you better at stuff. Do you know what I mean? Five to 10,000, now, now it's mild spectrum disorder, but uh, you can you know look at a city landscape and draw the whole thing, plus make a time-lapse video of you doing it. Um, but perhaps you, you know every brunch spot in Sydney, but it's painted onto your mind like a map. I think that... That's where we're going there. Uh, 10,000 to 100,000 followers, uh, extremely attractive women who have no talent, but they are good looking. And that is in of itself a talent, I suppose, in a lot of ways. And 100,000 followers, the greatest people on earth. 100,000 plus followers, you know, true heroes, the people we all aspire to be but will never reach, celebrities. Um, and that's, that's really what we're all reaching for. The, the, people, the people who can turn on their Instagram story and say, hey, fans, hey, guys. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And one day I'll get there. One day I will have 500,000 followers and be truly out of touch with all of them. That's the dream. That's the dream, to have a million people who really care about you and you having lost the ability to care for anything. That's what I would love to reach. And guys, we're, 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 we're creeping in. We're into 30 minutes now. I start work in six minutes. I start my real job in six minutes. This is still, but this actually is more exciting news because this is now work for me, this podcast, guys. I'm earning cash right now because as of this week, this podcast has a sponsor. You may remember last week I told you that the, the, the podcast is up for sale. The podcast is up for sale. I will shill any product you ask. Anything. I will justify the Russian war effort. If Vladimir Putin wants to give me a call and make the case as to why the Ukraine needs them there, I'll do it. I will do it. All it will cost. Well, all it would have cost was $5. That was the going rate I said last week. I've tested the market. There is demand. I've found out $5 went like that. In f for $5, people were all too happy to get behind the podcast. That's why. The new going rate for this podcast is $6. If you would like to be featured on this podcast, if you would like 
to make use of this as an advertising platform. All you need to do is PayPal me $6 and I will shill whatever product you want. Now you might be asking, Tom, it seems like someone has paid for advertising and you haven't advertised their product whatsoever. And that's a very, very, very fair point. I, I can't deny that. But I will say this. Um, this man is an author uh, in the way that, you know, the world of digital ebooks makes all of us an author, really. Um, well, let me rephrase. This man has a word processor. That, that's as much as I know because I haven't read the book. I don't know much about the book. I've seen the cover. It doesn't look like it's for me. But in saying that, I, uh, I, I, I'm a man of my word and you better believe that this time next week you will be hearing the most convincing advertisement for a book. You, you, might, you might read this book even if you're not a nerd. That's how good this advertising will be. I'm going to convince people with social lives to read again. That's how much faith I have in my ability to sell this, all right? So I'm not going to give too much away. The author knows who he is. He's probably listening. Don't, don't worry. Don't fret. You've probably been waiting for the ad the entire time. Maybe I should have told you in advance it's not going to be on this episode because you only paid me yesterday and I did not have enough time and I want to give this the attention that your book deserves. I want to spend at least 15 minutes I'm going to spend at least 15 minutes thinking about what I'm going to say about your book, which I think, based on what I have seen in the book, is about as much time as you spent in designing the cover art. Uh, and look, you guys, I'm not, I'm not doing a great... I'm, I'm, it's going to be very hard for me not to spend the entire ad shitting on whatever product that I'm giving to. But don't let that stop you from sending me $6, you know, because we're only three episodes into this podcast, and if you send me $6, if you send me a full $6... That means in three episodes of this podcast, I will have made 11 bucks. That, that's $8 an hour. That's Pizza Hut money, guys. That is 16 years old folding pizza. You don't fold pizzas. They're not calzones. 16 years old delivering pizza money, 8 bucks an hour. And, you know, I don't want for much. And my girlfriend is incredibly successful. So I don't need I just need – I just need some kind of income to justify – doing nothing else. So like I said, if you want to buy into this podcast, if you'd like a spot, if you want me to be the face of your product, first of all, question your priorities. And second of all, send me $6. And I'm going to call it there, guys. It's been 34 minutes. I've heard a lot of feedback saying it's a good length podcast. It's not too long, which is very hurtful. You know what you'd love to hear? I wish it was longer, but I'll, I'll take good call. Good call on the 34 minutes. Could be 27 if you really wanted to. I stopped listening then anyway. Until next time, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure spending my morning with you as I go in to do actual work. Please continue to listen. Please like and subscribe to the podcast. Please also, if you could give me a review on iTunes, that would be phenomenal. I put up a little post on my story the other day. Maybe I'll do it the same when I put this out. But, but guys, please get online, get behind it, tell your friends, share it wide, give me a review, give me five stars, give me some money. And have a fantastic week.